0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoin. If you like our work, would you hit the subscribe button, it won't cost you a penny. If you care to, or wish to, or can be otherwise blackmailed into sending us something, would you please do so, because we're not running on thin air, contrary to what most of our viewers seem to think. We love you all. Okay, we love you all, but uh, well, some of you still have your communion money. Let's put it that way, and um, keep us in the prayers and the comments. Keep the constructive comments coming. Uh, I've been urged, I have been, I have exhorted uh, um, to to re- return to the issue of marriage, and and not just to marriage, but the issue of of heterosexual relationships generally okay and you may well ask again and I always make this point um, well what does a celibate priest have to say about that with all respect Uh, when Irish people begin something with all due respect you are about to generally be insulted to the core of your soul but anyway with all respect what does a priest have to say about this well for a start the uninvolved outsider may often have Something to contribute because he or she will have the innocent eye. You can be too close to something. Now, that's always been well recognized. But secondly, remember that the celibate is not non committed or unaligned. The celibate has made a call, a choice, and a commitment. So I think definitely, uh, even apart from simply preaching the church's teaching, I think, yeah, there is a contribution to be made. I think you'll have to make up your own minds on that as you listen. I wonder how much we really believe in a whole load of things that we never shut up about. People are always saying, oh, everyone was religious in the past, but they weren't really. It was just a load of hypocrisy. Nobody really believed in it. Okay, I don't know about that. But even if that were true, or partly true, can we be sure it's not still the case today with regard to secular piety? How many people really believe in democracy? How many people can be absolutely bothered having anything to do with reading government papers and really informing yourself to the extent that you are truly making up your own mind on these matters? How many of us are willing to do that? And is it not the case that politicians know that? And advertising people know that. People have only so much time, so much energy. And that we only to be truthful of only so much virtue. And so we hear all oh, marriage moderate marriage is a partnership. You know, marriage is a partnership. It's not dominated by the men anymore. First reservation, I don't know to what extent it was ever entirely dominated by the men. Okay? In general. To be honest with you. Women are far more adept at emotional intelligence and at um, the detailed, low-level politics that are involved in an intense personal relationship than are men. That's my view. And it's backed up by a lot of evidence from those in those relationships and from literature. That said, fine. In, uh, th- there was an imbalance in terms of legal rights and all the rest of it. But some would say now, and all right, let's get rid of that, some would say. I'm saying that now the balance after the imbalance is often the other way. And very often now you see that there isn't an equality in relationships, but that the woman very much calls the shots in the relationship and the man trots about on an invisible lead and is thrown treats. Now, what do you think of that? Mm, that's from a celibate priest. That's from an outsider. You say, oh, sour grapes, because you, ha- you, 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 uh, you can't drink from the well. Uh, you take a piddle in it when well, nobody's looking. So the whole village isn't going to enjoy it. I take your point. Yeah, too long a sacrifice. Isn't that what had said? Too long a sacrifice makes a stone of the heart. I take the point. It's well worth keeping in mind. Yeah, one can become bitter. But I still think I have a point to make here. I really do. You see, the trouble is is that a partnership is two people contributing equally in a marriage, equally being understood in a fairly sophisticated way. You know, the equality may not be obvious. Two people contributing equally in the marriage. That is hard work. That means that each of those people has to become an expert in the other consider that and not just with a view to finding where the buttons are to press in order to wreck their blood pressure or knowing where to stick the knife in they have to become an expert in the other in order to know how to how to make them truly happy how not just will their happiness which is core to love to will the happiness of the other but the core really is to will the good of the other. Happiness can be a complicated enough notion to understand because what we call happiness can be very superficial and may not be stimulated by things that will make that tend towards your good. But we can go into that another time. So, I mean, if you're going to work at that, you have to get to know the other person. Then you have to get to know yourself. Because being human, you're going to screw this up. You are going to subvert your own project. Being a son of Adam and Eve and having the flaw, the fault. So you need to keep that, you need to keep that stuff in mind. I don't see a way of doing marriage, and I'm in awe of people who make marriages work for 10, 20, 30 years. I don't see how you can do this without changing. And I don't see how you can do it without um and don't, and don't please don't start saying oh well everyone should change change is good change is this change is that yeah change is good when you're an adolescent okay change is enjoyable when you're a bored teenager when you get older change can be annoying it can be difficult it can be downright threatening it can be terrifying and it's no good just saying oh you should be open to change most people are less open to change as they get older. They work. They work at assimilating and dealing with change. So you have to change. Now think about that. That will involve sacrifice. That's, that is an unknown journey. It's, uh, you, you were a stranger in a strange land. And you're sleeping beside a stranger. And sharing your life with a stranger. Now, this is an enormous project. And I, I, I'm i sorry, but I think a lot of people haven't. The belly it. Iron sharpeneth iron. As I heard a Protestant preacher say, once you don't get married simply to, to, to be happy together, you get married to drive each other mad. You get married to get each other to heaven. So, I, I mean, I don't know if the current thinking and the current literature, the current popular prejudices... And even the current preaching in church is adequate to this tremendous challenge which is being taken up by young married couples and has to be taken up every single day by older married couples. You talk about renewing your vows after 25 years, after 50 years. Most married couples have to renew their vows every day. Now, I would seriously question as to the way in which men are playing and being allowed to play their role in marriages nowadays. And I would ask that men and women examine their consciences about this. Is a man being allowed to inhabit a marriage as a man and not as a hairy woman? You know? Now, I'm not getting trends on all this, okay? Not as a particularly ugly woman. Is there a place... For men in marriage, because if there isn't, there is no place for marriage. Because marriage, Christian marriage, is between a man and a woman. I would just ask that. Are women increasingly going to are women going to be willing to engage with the maleness of their partner? With his difference, with his dignity. With his particular and special calling. I don't know. Some women certainly are. But I th- I, th- I, think. Uh, w- with the way things are going. And I don't think they're all going bad. There are good things happening. But with the way things are going. And looking at it. I think men are becoming increasingly passive. In relationships. You know. And they're and just. It's a case of whatever she wants. That's not good for her. And it's not good for him. No, no, I would call on young men now to get ready for partnership in marriage, not for domination and not for slavery, for partnership of two free people in marriage. So what I am calling you to is war, for marriage is a call to arms. It is a call to arms. It is the defeat of your own selfishness. It is the identification of the good of the other. It is the ruthless and dedicated and self-effacing pursuit of the good of the other by each for the other. And in that relationship, the woman must be allowed to be a woman and the man to be a man. So to young men, I particularly call in this video, to young men, don't before you go into marriage have failed to get to know yourself as a man and have some security in yourself as a man if she doesn't want a man okay let her form a close attachment to a duck you are a man and that is all you can be and that is that is enough in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen